guys. Welcome back to the Forking Wellness Podcast. My name is Barry Strickoff, Registered Dietitian. And I'm Sophie Bertrand, Registered Nutritionist, and we are the authors of the Forking Wellness book and obviously the Forking Wellness Podcast. Each week we sit down and we discuss all things health and wellness from debunking diet myths to nutrition information, lifestyle factors, etc. Stick with us while we try and work out what the Fork Wellness really is. I don't even know what we do. This podcast episode is sponsored by Farm Drop, which is an organic online grocery service delivering fresh and seasonal groceries from over 450 local and independent producers with next day home delivery in two hour slots. You can choose from 5,000 groceries and household products, plus freshly prepared meals and recipe kits with minimal packaging, everything you need for your weekly grocery shop. With Farm Drop, you're not only enjoying mind-blowing fresh produce, you're also supporting local and sustainable producers as Farm Drop's model ensures the sustainable prices paid to the farmer. All meat, eggs, and dairy are certified organic and free range. So if you are interested, head over to farmdrop.com or install their iOS or Android app and get 20 pounds off your first shop when you spend 100 with code wellness. Hi guys, welcome back to the Forking Wellness podcast. This week we are talking about our week of veganism. It's just Soph and I. Yeah, we are discussing what the fork happened when we went vegan for a week. Yeah, so wait, I didn't. We didn't even really talk about this. Did you do Monday through Friday or Monday through Sunday? Um, so <laughs> I did Monday through to Sunday at about till about sorry, like half five. So like an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did Monday to Friday. Oh, okay. I have that like okay so some you you guys probably saw if you watch my stories Lint delivered like the biggest assorted box of Lint chocolates and I brought them over to my family's for dinner tonight and I wasn't not gonna have one (laughs) yeah of course that's so that's what you broke it on yeah okay and there was one more time tell me I had so I love Marmite on toast but I can't have Marmite without butter and I didn't want to buy vegan butter because I don't have butter that often. So yeah. I just had a tiny bit of butter. <laughs> that is so funny because I literally posted on my stories that I was like so pissed that I couldn't have toast with butter. I that. And then there you go, fucking eating butter. <laughs> Sorry. You could have just DM'd me like, hey, just have a little. Just like slap it on. <laughs> go for it. It's fine. Thanks for that. Sorry. Okay, but did you break any rules? Oh my god, I haven't. I'm glad that I'm getting this off my chest early in the podcast because if I okay. waited to the end to tell you, I'd feel really guilty. So I fucked up, and the worst part is, is that I did it again. So, um, I was in co-op, and you know, like on the the long aisles, and then they have like the in between aisles, like the front facing ones. They're like just a little refrigerator section. I don't know why this is important to the story. Um. <laughs> But they had, like, all of their, like, um, vegan burgers and their whole, like, co-op vegan range, like, in this one section. And then on the top shelf was all these soups. And I really just assumed that they were all vegan because it was in the vegan section. And I grabbed this, like, red lentil and tomato soup. And I was like, oh, perfect. I'll just have this for That's my lunch. favorite red lentil and tomato. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, okay, I'll have this for lunch today and tomorrow. And I'll just have some, like, toast. No butter. Um... <laughs> And the first day I had it, it was 
so delicious. Like, I was like, wow, that was such good soup, like really mm-hmm. filling, lots of fiber, because um, all the lentils. And then I checked the ingredients, and there was milk in it. So it was mm-hmm. vegetarian. It wasn't vegan. And then you know what? I, I ate know. it ag- <laughs> <ate> again. <laughs> it would have gone to waste otherwise, though. I know. And then I you told- have to eat it within, like, is it like 24 or 48 hours or something? I mean, like, realistically, I could have frozen it. But I really didn't want to because it was really good. <laughs> but like, okay, so I did mess up on that. But then one night, Mark bought home chocolates um, for a bit of a celebration because he finished his master's. Yay. Yay. Um, and I told him that I couldn't have the chocolates because they weren't vegan, even though mm, six hours prior I was eating soup with milk in it um but then I made him go out or I didn't make him go out but I asked him politely um to grab me the candy kitten vegan because I wanted to like celebrate and you know watch the movie and had like a dessert kind of thing um so then it was like weird because like I made all this effort but then like let other things slide it was so arbitrary my week of veganism It was a good little test, though, to see, because it was quite hard, because I actually, like, my Greek yogurt, I miss so much. I know. So what did you do for breakfast? Porridge or toast. Uh-huh. And when when it was toast, it was, like, nut butter and berries on toast. Um, and then porridge bowl, just my normal, like, protein powder, nut butter, berries. Yeah. So I, like, because I'm always, like, an eggs for breakfast kind of girl, Um And that was really hard to give up. And I, for some reason, just don't find oats filling. Like, I literally had oats Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday with frozen berries that I, like, pre-melted because I don't like to put them in frozen. And hemp seeds and nut butter. And I use a lot of nut butter. Like, that really should fill me up. It's, like, Mm -hmm. protein, healthy fats, fiber from the berries. Literally, I'm hungry in two hours. So strange. I get, like, so satisfied off of a porridge bar. I know, but then avocado toast and, like, an egg will keep me going for, like, six hours. Mm. So, I don't know. Everyone's body's different. But I was, like, it tastes good. Like, I feel satisfied in the moment. It's just, yeah. like, I don't know. My body just goes through it so quickly. Yeah. I, I'm the same in the sense that, like, the breakfast tastes really good. But I was, like, I just really want, like, a Greek yogurt bowl. I know what you mean. Yeah, so was that, like, the one thing that you missed the most? Yeah, and I did, because normally I have, like, one to two pieces of salmon a week, and that also was a bit like, oh, like, although I I made so much more of an effort to make, like, foods from scratch, if that makes sense, so I made, like, yeah. veggie fritters, lentil bolognese, and I felt really good for including more plants, because if I'd have, like, a piece of salmon with some veg and, let's say, rice, I'm getting way more variety out of the veggie fritters. Yeah, I totally get that. I, I agree. I feel like I made more of an effort because um, I had to. Mm-hmm. And that was actually so actually a really good point that I was like thinking of that it's actually not that hard to be vegan, but it is hard to be a, um, a well-balanced vegan. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, because there are a lot of like vegan options, um, but to make sure that you're doing veganism properly and getting the right nutrients is harder like I remember I used to see a client and years ago and she was vegan and all she would eat were like bagels and vegan cheese and you know that's fine like everyone loves a bagel and yeah cheese is delicious but because she wasn't 
or knowledgeable until we, we started working together and showing her how to incorporate these things. Like she was just wasn't eating the right foods, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. And I feel like you can go down that route. Like if you go down the veganism route because you're environmentally conscious, you can easily not eat a well-balanced diet. Like veganism doesn't mean healthy. Yeah, it's such a good point. And even with stuff like, so obviously I normally get my omegas from my salmon, but I added like flaxseed to my porridge, like even though a week wouldn't have made a difference, but I was just like yeah. very conscious of like probably the fact that I'm a nutritionist doesn't help, but I was like so conscious of like the nutrients that I might be missing out on. And I felt I bloody love cheese. Like yeah. I definitely have cheese maybe three times a week. Yeah. Um, but you I know, like cheese and, and dairy and eggs, they're such nutritious foods. So I was like very conscious of the fact that like, I'd cut out those three big foods that I was maybe getting quite a lot of nutrition from. Vegan cheese doesn't do it for me. I just wouldn't even buy it. I just I never had it. it. It just doesn't melt. So, that's what I've heard. Yeah. That's, that's so the rumor going around, which is why. <laughs> the I've word not, on the word in the food world. <laughs> yeah, the word on the street. Vegan cheese doesn't melt. So I didn't um, give it a chance. But I actually didn't think it was that hard. I think, you know, you and I are a bit different where we definitely plan in advance like mm-hmm. our meals just because you know we I had to plan I definitely yeah. found myself planning more and I actually interestingly I brought tofu because I was like obvious like plant protein I have tofu all the time anyway but I didn't get to it until Saturday like I actually made something out of like lentils or different veg as my main yeah. meal I love that I did I did a tofu stir fry one night um but it was annoying that I kind of had to go back to making two separate meals for Mark and I. And I, like, mm. forgot how annoying that is. But I did do some, like, bigger, like, I ate a lot of leftovers. I would just make, like, same. That was my triple. lunch. Yeah. Yeah, lunch as well. Um, So it wasn't that bad. But everyone, or my mom kept being like, why the fuck are you doing this, Barry? Like, what? <laughs> why are you doing this? And I just tried to explain to her that, you know, like, one just for like a little challenge like mm-hmm. lockdown life is not that exciting yes <laughs> just bring a little pizzazz to life by going vegan but also just you know I am environmentally conscious and I might not do everything that I should do all the time but I genuinely do think if everyone and I I'm making this up in my head but mm-hmm. I have a feeling if everyone did like veganism two weeks out of the year like it can make such an impact for the world um and it's not that hard yeah the statistics to say that even just going one or two days a week has a huge impact yeah exactly um because then I was thinking like would I do veganuary and I think the answer is actually no like I rather like split it up throughout the year um I think a whole month my eyes just opened really wide when you said Oh, did you think I was going to be like, let's do it? No. I just like, you know what? I I like doing it for a week because I could cope. But like, I actually don't want to deprive myself of the things I like. And I think doing it for that long, I would genuinely miss out on the things that I love. And I don't think it's necessary. Same. And I'm very confident in the sense that I am very sustainable in other areas of my life. So it's not like my food habits are the only thing I've got going for me kind of thing in terms of looking at the environment. I do, you know, I don't overeat on, well, I don't eat meat at all, but I don't eat those kind of fish and dairy foods in excess. Although I did just admit to having cheese three times a week, but I feel that's not excessive. 
It's really not because you say it like it's a lot. And I think I have some form of cheese every single day. Well, I buy, I don't, actually, I don't know how big the bar. I buy like a normal square of cheese and we'll get through that in a week. Yeah. I feel I like I eat a lot of um, cheese strings or like the little blocks of like cheddar. Oh, yeah. I buy those. They're so good for snacking. Yeah, they are really good. That and an apple. I love that for a snack. Mm, same. Uh, so I have my, I put it in our Facebook group. Um, reminder, go join our Facebook group. Yes. Um, but I put in like my meals. So I thought, because I was getting a lot of questions like, oh, are you going to post like your meal plan and recipes? Like this would be really helpful. Um, so I thought I'd just run through what I actually ate for the week. Just, you know, I think that I won't go into what I ate for every meal, like what I eat in a day, but just sizes, yeah. And no portion sizes, but I think just like saying what I ate um can be really just, you know, help people with like meal inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um Monday night I made like a roasted vegetable Buddha bowl that I did post on my Instagram. Um I used to eat those all the time. It was delicious, um, and then I had the rest for lunch the next day, but they are quite, like, faffy. It's a mm-hmm. lot of prep. Like, everything just goes in the oven and cooks at the same time, but, like, chopping and stuff, it yeah. is a lot of prep. And to time everything at the same time and make sure it's warm when you eat it. Um, then the second night, I wrote veggie burgers, but I know that we didn't eat veggie burgers because we did a Thai takeaway that night. And I got like a tofu, um, what the hell did I get? A tofu, a tofu curry, something like that with just regular rice and veg. Um, oh, and then I had tofu the next night, God. Then I had a tofu stir fry um, with just like vegetables and quinoa. And then I kind of did like a Mexican style burrito bowl. And then um, we had a peanut butter curry on Friday. That sounds delicious, peanut butter curry. Yeah, so good. Love it. So... I did lentil bolognese on Monday. Then I made sweet potato and zucchini fritters, which were literally incredible. Usually I would have put cheese on top of them, but I was actually yeah. so pleasantly surprised with how tasty they were without the cheese. Yeah, I was I like, think oh my God, have, these are really good. I feel like we have a similar recipe in our book. We do, but it's dead cheese. They've got cheese in. It's zucchini and cheese. Yeah, so I basically, I made them with a flaxseed egg instead of an actual egg and then I put sweet potato in there as well and then I used some of my everything but the bagel seasoning that you gave me that I've been using very sparingly oh my god yes (laughs) it's like hidden as well so Ash doesn't know where it is (laughs) I had to have my mom send me extra um in lockdown she what she did she's so funny because they come in like little glass jars and they're quite heavy So what she did is she sent me one jar and then she emptied the rest and put it in a Ziploc bag and sent it and like double wrapped the Ziploc bags. Um, So if it like broke, it didn't like go everywhere, but it literally looked like she like smuggled me drugs and it was literally (laughs) just like Trader Joe's bagel seasoning. So funny. (laughs) I know. I just like couldn't cope. I was supposed to go back in March. So I had timed my seasoning when I went back and then... I was like, Mom, top me up. Like, send me. And literally, I might need to get her to send me a little bag next time as well. <laughs> exactly, yeah. If I, if I run out before I get to go home, 
then I'll have her send extra. Yeah, the, it was the most random care package in the world because it was, like, everything that I had, like, run out from America that, like, I needed. And it was just, like, this brand of mascara. And she just sent me, like, three mascaras and a bunch Aww. of everything but the bagel seasoning. And it was so <laughs> random. Essentials. <laughs> All the essentials. And I don't, I barely even worn the mascara because where the hell am I going? My mom's like, yes, do you need I more? Do. And I'm like, I'm, I'm no. really good for like, the next year. <laughs> the next year um what else about vegan how did you do without chocolate did you buy Um, yourself vegan chocolate it's really actually I did buy myself vegan chocolate um seed and bean oh yeah I've never tried it um I really like their ginger what they do ginger dark chocolate one um so I had that and I was good um I ate a lot of toast as well a lot more than usual you know I, I did think to myself and it's not a bad thing but I did notice that I did consume a lot more carbs than I normally do. Yeah, same actually. Um, um, I think it was like cutting out just like dairy and some other like forms of protein and stuff like that. Um, just relying a bit more on like plants and stuff like that, which are obviously carbs and lots of bread and stuff, um, which I thought was interesting. I just noticed that. Mm, yeah, no, I definitely noticed the same. But I, it made me think because I I would say my diet is like predominantly plant-based because I do eat a lot of variety I do eat a lot of plants but it did make me realize how often I do include like dairy products in my diet which is weird because I don't drink milk like normal milk yeah same so plant milk but like just like eggs cheese and yogurt I think were the main things and then obviously salmon but I just didn't realize how much I relied on them yeah so I think I would probably moving forward try and do maybe like at least three days like completely vegan interesting just to be more conscious yeah oh you go I was gonna say they're such nutritious foods but it would be purely from an environmental perspective and obviously like the reason I cut out meat originally was because of the animals but I mean some might say that's contradictory because I eat dairy but (laughs) no I don't think it's contradictory I think you do your part in whichever way suits your lifestyle um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I feel like I wouldn't do like three full days of veganism, but like I could do like three dinners. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. I just like I I genuinely just enjoy my eggs and toast and I I just don't want to part with it. Like it's yeah. such a staple in my diet and I just like thoroughly enjoy it. I know it satisfies me. It's cheap. It just, like, it suits my lifestyle, um, and I don't want to give it up, but I'd, like, happily just incorporate more plant-based dinners mm-hmm. and just be happy with that. I feel like it, it it is about coming to that compromise of, like, what works for you and your lifestyle, isn't it? Yeah. Did you feel any different? No, not at all. Did no. you? No, me neither. I did find myself always having an afternoon coffee, which, like... Um, Interesting. Which I don't always do. I probably do, like, twice a week. But I also had, like, the most hectic week at work. So Mm. I'm not sure if, like, it was a product of um, just being really stressed. And I think that I use coffee as, like, a coping mechanism in, like, the sense that it's really comforting to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I would still have it even if it was decaf. Like, it's not even about the caffeine. It's just, it just, it's synonymous with, like, home and coziness and comfort and just, like, I don't know, coffee and my family. I feel like it's the same thing with, like, Brits and, like, having a cup of tea. Yeah, it's just, like, comforting. 
Exactly. And so like, I would have been happy if like the beans in the machine were decaf, but they're not. But I did find myself like reaching, but I don't think that was anything to do with the veganism. I think I just yeah, had, like, I think that's just you and your love for coffee. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did keep up. Uh, I'm still journaling and I've done that every single morning, even on the weekends. Um, and I remember I did write something in my journal like another day of vegan it like, <laughs> like I was like narrating not, I, my life in journal <laughs> what I love most about journaling is reading back on oh, yeah, my entries because it's so funny to be like that was the state of mind you were in when you wrote that it's just I think I feel like it's so not life-changing that's such a like big statement but kind of like it just kind of teaches you how different every day can be in terms of like your headspace yeah, it, it has been, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, really enjoyed it. But I remember one morning I, I was like, wrote the date and I was like, another week of vegan, another day of vegan. <laughs> just like, that's the heading of the day. <laughs> it like defined, it defined my day. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm really glad we did it though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad I tried. I mean, like, I didn't really do it though. I had that soup. I know, but I feel like it it was a challenge. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That was, the, that was the whole point of it. It was to kind of challenge ourselves to do something different. And I know you don't work with clients anymore so much, but for me, when I work with vegan clients, I feel like I can kind of, not that I didn't understand, understand before, yeah, but kind of put myself, or empathise, I guess, with them more in terms of, I guess, the struggles to meet some of the nutritional needs. Because things like Amigas, you do have, if you're not actively including those plant sources of Amigas, yeah you you do have to supplement and actually to be fair like there is really really strong evidence out there that even if you do eat a well-balanced diet taking uh like i think it's like 300 milligrams epa Mm -hmm. dha um the omega-3 fatty acid beneficial than harmful yeah and there's it's a it's quite protective against um cardiovascular disease um there was actually a recent study that came out um with really good research so even if you're not vegan like look into like taking a omega-3 supplement is quite helpful but the thing is when you're vegan you have to take like a vegan form of the supplement which isn't mm. as when we it's like ala um omega-3 Threes, and what happens is that when it goes into our body, our body then has to convert it to, I think it's DHI. I might be like getting all that wrong, but basically, when you take the fish oil supplement, it's like readily absorbed. But then yeah. you take the vegan option, our body has to convert it into the bioavailable form, so it's not as effective. But there are some really, really great ones that you can take that are, you know as effective as they can get but I think the algae based ones are quite effective yeah yeah I think I I, I, what basically what you're saying is that I think the percentage of what is absorbed is not as high as if it was from like fish or whatever yeah yeah so just yeah make sure you read it actually so funny we had one of the girls on my team is vegan and we were meeting with a company who's taking part in our advent calendar for work um and the company was someone I mentioned maybe plant-based meals or something like that and he was like well how do you define plant-based or vegan and I was like and the other girl on my team who is vegan I was like spoke and I was like anything that you know comes from plants like no meat dairy eggs um anything from an animal and he was like oh well you might go to say that like you might go as far as to say that 
you know, all plants aren't vegan because they're pollinated by bees. Oh, God. (laughs) And we were just looking at each other like, what the fuck would we eat then? (laughs) And we came to the conclusion that the only thing that we would be able to eat. Not even because, like, they're germinated and, you know, they're still plant-based and everything is pollinated by bees. We could literally only eat seaweed. Oh, yeah, because even, like, grains that are grown. Yeah, everything is pollinated. Interesting. Well, when I did my CPD, my, like, recently for veganism, it was really interesting, the definition, because it took into account, like, even, like, the clothes you wear and the products you buy. So it really is, like, a whole lifestyle thing. And even though, like, I know some people take the word veganism very literally, like, everything is, like, very, very strict, I do feel like you can adopt a vegan style lifestyle because I do make such an effort in terms of like the products I buy and you know I would never ever buy like fur or real leather or anything like that um but again I just feel like sometimes there's like such a pressure and it's like use the word carefully (laughs) yeah I know I know I really do agree it's hard I feel like, you know, especially when it comes to, like, fashion and fast fashion and, like, Mm -hmm. that impact on the environment. Like, look, if I was able to afford really nice, like, pieces that are going to last me forever and, you know, they're made ethically. Like, if I could shop at Reformation, even though it doesn't fit me because I'm five feet tall and they don't cater to smaller (laughs) girls. um, But if I was able to afford something like that, I would. But then it's also, like, all these barriers because Mm -hmm. I know there are brands out there that exist that are more environmentally, uh, you know, better than others. But it it, it also comes at a cost. And I feel like we we have to pick and choose what works for our lifestyle and what we can keep up with and what we can afford. And I think the food is something that I can definitely afford. Like I buy eco-friendly laundry detergent and yes, dishwasher so. tablet mm. um, and stuff like that. So I feel like it's, yeah, it's hard to go like full 100%, isn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. And with the clothes thing, I think, you know, some people... I feel like this might be me being like really judgmental, but maybe like teenagers or girls and boys in their early 20s, they like to just shop and they might buy something and in a few months time decide they don't like it. Whereas yeah. for me, if I buy like, like I'm wearing a pair of Hollister jeans at the moment, which are literally like two years old. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not I'm not really like very fleeting with my wardrobe. I like I don't I actually buy clothes that often. I agree. I I definitely agree. And it sounds really bad, but I do like, like, I I think I would buy, I mean, I do have some, but I would buy a leather handbag. But like, yeah, I think I would, but I know I'd have it forever because it's something that I'd invest in. Um, But I was thinking, because I I did want to buy a new handbag recently, even though I really shouldn't. Um, But then Stella McCartney is all vegan Mm -hmm. um and she does really gorgeous things so if you are looking to splurge and you want something nice I definitely recommend um Stella and then also I think Prada does a line of like eco-friendly um recyclable Mm -hmm. nylon bags um which are really nice so they do exist out there you just have to search a bit yeah you just have to be mindful yeah but I don't know what did Ash think about you doing it he was I feel like he again thinks that I eat so many like plant-based things anyway yeah that's so weird that you said that actually because I said to him the other night I was like if I because he never cooks dinner like I think he's cooked me dinner once when I was really poorly 
and yeah. I, I'm just like a control freak and I like to cook my own food that's why um, Mark's never cooked me anyway <laughs> I... if I said to the other night I was like what would you cook me for dinner if I asked you to and it's really annoying because I can't remember what his answer was but it was something that like just would not be at the top of my list to have for dinner <laughs> and I was like we've literally been together for like four years and you don't know what to cook me for dinner he was like, I don't really look at what you eat because, like, you get annoyed, like, if I disturb you when you're eating, so I just leave you to it. And I'm like, but surely you, like, look over and see what's in my bowl. Or he, like, follows you on Instagram. <laughs> yes! So, so true. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like he really wasn't faced by the whole thing. <laughs> That's so funny. I've asked Mark to make me dinner a few times. So he would just be like, oh, I'll just order you something. That's his. He just, I think he's made me maybe eggs once or twice, never dinner. Um, I don't know if I trust him, but we did say maybe when we go to, if we can, depending on, you know, the current situation, if we can go to Wales for Christmas, it might be fun to do one of those kind of like come dine with me style like yeah, things. We just all like take turns on like me, him, his mom. So that would be really cute. I'd be like actually so petrified to see what he makes. Yeah, I'd be a bit nervous for you. <laughs> <laughs> really nervous. Um, but yeah, no, I did notice it was just kind of annoying to have to go back to cook two separate meals because I feel like I had made such like a good progress in the fact that we were eating mainly the same things um, for probably like three or four nights a week. But that was because those are mainly like fish-based meals. Um, and then cutting that out and yeah, cutting that out was hard. Not having eggs was hard. I didn't have halloumi or any cheese. Mm -hmm. Um, that was hard. And then chocolate. Um, but I'm not really a big chocolate person anyways anymore. So that wasn't that bad. I know I had like vegan chocolate, but chocolate probably would be like, that wouldn't be a priority for me, which is really weird for me to say. Like I missed more. So like the whole foods, like actual that can help me make up a main meal. Yeah. I Excuse me. I wouldn't have guessed that for you. I would have thought you really struggled mm. without the chocolate. Yeah, I guess vegan chocolate was just enough. It is good. It is good. <laughs> yeah, no, it was really tasty. Yeah, that's funny. I really would have thought you would have struggled with that. No. What else? What else about veganism week did we find challenging? I feel like it would be interesting to do it in the summer as well. Yeah, in what way? Like barbecue? Things. Just because like... I don't know, like, I don't know how much I'd have porridge in the summer. Like, what would I have oh, for breakfast? I see what you're saying. Yeah, I relied a lot. It's like types of meals. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, because, like, the meals I had were quite, like, warming, like, lentil bolognese, like, I don't know, just yeah. it felt like quite autumn, wintry foods. So it would just be interesting to see what we'd cook up in spring or summer. What would we cook up? Um, yeah, because in summer when it's so hot, we don't have air conditioning here. It's, like salad I, I like don't really like salads either so I know you're such a weirdo and you like hot food could I eat <laughs> what the fuck could I eat I do like some salads but just not like your typical salads what kind of salad do you like just I would it would have to be with something hot like if I had like a halloumi salad I'd serve the halloumi hot with the cold salad does that make okay. sense yeah. and if I had like quinoa with it again the quinoa would be hot and I'd add it on at the end got it yeah so I know I'm such a weirdo (laughs) I just find it so interesting that like we can be really similar when it comes to like our ingredients but really different on how we eat them literally I feel like 
I feel like the first time we had dinner together, we were at your flat in Seven Oaks, and I just feel like when we loaded up, we had we made those uh, sweet potato and bean burgers, but then we made like a salad vegetable type mix to go along with it, and you just like put everything in, like everything and anything, took a picture of it, and then just like ate it like lukewarm. Oh yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Whereas I'm like, I was like perfect. really picky with the veg that I served it up with, and then like re-microwaved it. Yeah, yeah, you like everything so hot. I know you were, like, really uncomfortable with the fact that when I moved to Wimbledon, I didn't have a microwave for, like, three months. You were like, are you okay? (laughs) But then I got one in the end, so it was fine. Um, But, yeah, I'm, like, really not fussy when it comes to, like, the temperature of my food. Um, Marcus, he likes when I, like, heat his plates up. Yeah, I love that when my mum does that. We had just had a roast at my mum's and she always heats the plates up. So when you're like serving I would have, stuff up. I've all... never heard of that before. Really? Like, my parents do that as well. And it's like, yeah, because it keeps the food so much hotter. And it makes so much, so much, so much yeah. sense. Yeah. I just, I'm just not fussy with that. Like. So strange. My sister's the same. She'd eat anything, like any temperature. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And she's nearly vegan, isn't she? Yeah, pretty much. She, I mean, she's not picky with it. Like, she'd have chocolate kind of thing and not think about yeah. it. She just automatically mainly chooses plant foods. I would literally say like 80 to 90% vegan. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I feel like I used to do that as well. And then I started to incorporate more. She does um, love cheese as well, though. Does she eat eggs? Not really. So sometimes she'll have an omelette. But I reckon yeah. she'd go without if you asked her to. What does she eat for breakfast? We should have had her. Should we call her in? Yeah. <laughs> Kitty, what do you eat for breakfast? She um she normally she's more of a savory person than I am. She normally has like beans on toast or. Okay, so yeah, I made that because I that much prefer. So delicious, by the way. My mom was so confused. She's like, "What are, what are these beans that, that you're putting like, on the toast? What why? are beans?" Because it's just like, oh my god, Kitty literally read out your post and was like, Barry didn't have baked beans growing up. It did not exist. It did, literally, it did not exist. I never had them. Um, Not even when I, like, the first year I moved here, I never had them. The only time I was exposed to them, if we went out to eat and Mark got like a full English breakfast and it would like come with baked beans, I always thought it was really, really weird um never had them and then one day I tried them and they were nice but like didn't really like them but they don't work we have a recipe for like homemade ones the and homemade I mu- ones are better. much 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 prefer that yeah. like they were so delicious so I made that one day on avocado toast and that kept me full for hours and yeah. I really 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 liked it um but yeah my mom oh my god she like sent me this dm she's um I should have posted it but sometimes she gets mad when I expose her on Instagram <laughs> um but I'll show you in the chat right now she literally replied with like a million vomit faces <sighs> I, I just love how much she doesn't hold back like if she doesn't like something you're gonna know about it yeah I was a bunch of vomit faces and I was like it's nice lol she goes no it can't be <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we didn't have big beans growing up but yeah no that was really good um that is something if you like savory foods and you don't want to always have porridge um, yeah. or, like, toast with nut butter. Yeah. Um, baked beans, that was actually really nice. I forgot about that. 
I feel like if you were really fully dedicated to vegan life, you could do things like a chickpea omelette and tofu scramble and things like that. Tofu scramble. Someone suggested that. Um, I doesn't. I love what? tofu, but I just I could, I don't think I like tofu scramble that much. I'd eat it if I had to, but I, you know what? I can't remember if I've ever had it. Um, I feel like I might have tried it once and did like it with turmeric. Um, and it looked like eggs because the yellow from the um, oh, yeah. the turmeric like made it uh, look like um, real eggs. But I put up a story. I don't know if that'll let me like pull up all the answers, but of things that people can eat uh, for breakfast because that's really what I was struggling with. Um, and I had so many good responses. I'm going to see if I can pull this up. I feel like people will. I feel like in the summer smoothie bowls could be fun for breakfast, but like they'd have to be like topped with granola and stuff because a smoothie would yeah. be cool. Yeah, yeah. What about um, like overnight oats or like chia pudding? Oh, overnight oats could be a really good shout. But I love my overnight oats with like kefir in them. Yeah, that's true. So you can eat overnight oats and they don't have to be hot. Yeah, which is that's weird. So funny, but you can't eat like lukewarm oats (laughs) I guess it has to be cold or piping hot yeah no in between I can't find the question box but I have like a screenshot of some of the answers this is so small um someone said chia pudding or smoothie a green smoothie tofu scrambled baked beans chia pudding peanut butter and jelly sandwich pancakes avocado toast feel like you need protein with that um chia pudding with pumpkin pie spice and maple syrup and then some cooked apples with cinnamon oh Oh my god very descriptive (laughs) so descriptive that's amanda from the qlc um we had her on the podcast that was a really really good one my mom what did my mom say um make a pee make a puree of white beans garlic rosemary and lemon zest for toast that's protein and fiber Thanks, Fran. That was very descriptive. There's so many. But, um, oh, someone wrote muffins. I should have made muffins. Yeah. I didn't really make as, like, normally I'd, like, bake more in the week as well with, like, eggs. But obviously I just didn't. Yeah. So did you find that you couldn't, like, bake, like, you couldn't make the things that you wanted because they weren't vegan? Um, I, it was probably down to time as well. Like I didn't have as much time this week as I normally have, but I did make, um, I posted them on my page. The one was the avocado bread and I used flaxseed egg. And yeah, that was really was, interesting. Yeah, I saw it on Pinterest. Like I added the blueberries, but it was just like a plain avo bread. And the recipe I saw was like way more avo than I use. So I only used one. And then I added bananas in as well because I was a little bit scared as to how it was going to taste. But it just gave it like yeah. a really buttery, fluffy texture. Yeah, I can imagine that being quite nice. Yeah. Um, like, make it quite moist. I know people hate mm. that word. Sorry if that was really <laughs> Um But, yeah, no, I found, um, I was just Googling, like, what if everyone did Veganuary just for, like, a reference of, like, some stats. And I remember mm. on our reflection of a year, I was like, you know what? It would have been nice for us to come with some forking statistics. Sometime. Yeah. For once. Or some, yeah, for, for once. This is the extent of how much um, I prepped for the, the podcast episode. So if everyone went vegan for a month, according to ecoandbeyond.co slash articles slash veganuary, um, 
then each person taking part this year will have saved 124,917 liters of water. Interesting. 273 kilograms of carbon dioxide. And you would have saved 30 animals. I think yeah, so can, can, well, can you imagine if you just did it then for, let's just say, even one day a week? Yeah, that's so wild. Yeah. Uh, to save 30 animals. And then to put that in context, the amount of water that you'd save would be enough for 2,000 showers. Yeah. Not my showers. My showers are very long. <laughs> like a the thousand of my showers. <laughs> that's something I could do better for the environment I take the longest showers but I don't take baths and I feel like baths take a lot of water to fill it up I'm probably quite good things I don't have a bath at the moment and I literally like I'm in and out of the shower I do what I need to and then really it's really weird like I always just take 10 minute showers it's very rare that I get longer than that I just stand under the hot water and I take the hottest hottest showers oh my god like I don't Barry like I don't know how healthy that is it's to the point where I open the bathroom door and I set the fire alarm off with the steam that like, comes out of it. Are you not on the verge of like passing out? I love it. I come out and I'm like all like red and blotchy. There's something from, wrong like... with you because you've also told me before that like you like that feeling of like when you finish a workout and you're not too sure if you're going to like make it. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you like to push yourself to these limits just to see how oh tough God. you are? I really need to go back to therapy. <laughs> No, but I don't know. I just really, really like a hot shower. And like, I, I don't like when it starts to like, you know, when you get used to the water. Yeah. And then I just like keep having to make it hotter. God, literally. <laughs> but yeah, I like come out with like all these like red blotchy skin from like where the hot water was like burning me. Oh and oh, it's so weird. Yeah, but I did open the, the bathroom door the other day and like the smoke alarm is in the hallway. <laughs> And I set it off. And I was like, that surely isn't healthy. (laughs) I don't think it is. Yeah, I don't think it is either. But it was bloody nice. But yeah, um, back to the stats. So in 2018, they assumed that 160,000 people ate vegan for the whole month. um, And that saved 4.8 million animals. Jeez. That's like not even a lot of people. That's That's actually wild. Yeah, I think my big takeaway is that, like, it it's not that hard, but I'm also not willing to sacrifice the things that I love. But I definitely can be more conscious and implement it Mm -hmm. a bit more into my daily routine and to my, like, meal planning. And, like, I might do another week in, like, six months, like... It, it's not that it's not that bad and I think dinners for me is the easiest way to um, incorporate plant-based meals yeah definitely I think just for me it would be being more mindful of how much like dairy I'm having and yes yeah, I'm not I, I don't even do think anything. I have that much dairy but I guess for me I was like oh breakfast is normally Greek yogurt and then like I normally have cheese with dinner So it was just like those two like main meals that I was like having to be a bit more mindful. And it just made me realize how much I rely on those products. Yeah. Are there, I don't know the answer to this. I'm just asking. Are there any like sustainable ways of dairy farming? Does that make sense? Yeah. Because surely it's different than like slaughtering an animal for its like meat. Yeah. Well, that's my my mentality as well. And I guess I'd have to do more research on that. But like, what's the lifespan of, like, a dairy mm. cow versus, 
like something that's going to the slaughterhouse. I don't know. And I, I, I don't know. But I do wonder if there's, like, sustainable... Like, you know how they have, like, the sticker for sustainable fishing? Or, like, sustainably caught fish? Yeah. I and wonder... that um RSPCA assured yeah. for eggs. Yeah. That is the acronym that I was thinking of. But I do wonder, like, is there a more sustainable way of gathering dairy products? I really don't know the answer to that. There's um, definitely, like, sustainable ways to eat in which you can reduce your kind of carbon footprint because I always find this so interesting if we all stuck to the guidelines of the eat well plate in terms of like the ratios of how much meat we should be having etc like it would have such an impact on greenhouse gas emissions and that still includes meat yeah so I just feel like we all just need to be more mindful of like how much our consumption is and just yeah. eat more plant foods because by by focusing more on plant foods, you're like automatically reducing because you're offsetting amount. meat. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. So yeah, I don't think that like you have to jump in with like both feet to you know do vegan. I definitely challenge everyone to see if you can do it for a week. I think you'd be surprised at like the different 100%. like creative meals that you can create, and I think you you'd find things that you didn't think you like that you now like. Um, but yeah, I think it is just like for for all the meat meat eaters out there, just think about like just reducing the quantity. You don't have to get rid of it. And there are sustainable meat farmers. Like I do know that there are some certain sustainable practices that they like put things back into the soil and stuff like that. I don't really know the um, ins and outs of it. But a girl I used to work with, her parents owned a sustainable meat farm. Um, oh, so I know there are ways to do it. Um, but just think about quantity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then try and try and get, or get, I know that's like hard to say because it is so expensive, but like, or just like local, just like, you know, it's one thing to, you know, get a steak, but it, then it's also like, where is that getting shipped from? And like, what? But as well, if, if you're making an effort to reduce your meat consumption, when you do buy it, you can maybe buy organic. Yeah. Exactly. I just feel like, you know, prioritize local, just Mm -hmm. better for the local farmers and for the, you know, to put money in their pockets instead of, you know, these mass produced, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of meats, but also like where are these mass produced, you know, meat products coming from and how long are they traveling? And, you know, that's also having a toll on the environment compared to just getting something local. I was literally saying to my sister yesterday, I've got this like little farm down the road for me, but the farm shop's actually closed at the moment because it can't comply with social distancing, which is really sad. So um, sad. But I used to buy from them like just eggs and yogurt all the time just to support them. And like you said, you know, it's local. So yeah, where you can, I think yeah. it's nice to do your part. For sure. I agree. All right. I feel like that's all I have to say. Same. Veganism. I'm glad I got that cheating bit off my chest. I'm um, like... So excited for my Greek yogurt tomorrow. I was just gonna say, what do you have <laughs> tomorrow? For I saw it in the fridge tonight, and I was like, "Do I have a bit now?" <laughs> well, I was yeah. like, "No, it will be so much more exciting in the morning." <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, I'm gonna post a picture of my eggs tomorrow and just be like, "Bliss." Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and we will catch you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Forking Wellness Podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe. And share with your friends and family or anyone that you think this episode might be helpful to. It really does help us get seen in the charts. 
Please go follow us on Instagram at Forking Wellness and pre-order our book either on Amazon.co.uk or BarnesandNobles.com.